Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of This Is Not A Safe Space with your host me, Nick Beaton, on NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Check out NeverSleepsNetwork.com for lots of other great podcasts. And also, uh, download me on uh, iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. I just realized that I was on there because I'm not good at this. Uh, And I'm here with Alex Wood. How you doing, buddy? Wait, this isn't a safe space? <laughs> no, I, I thought not. it was. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not a safe space, Alex. Oh, no. I thought I was showing up to a safe space. No, you're fucked now, buddy. <laughs> uh, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you, buddy? I'm good. So you have a new podcast out. Uh, yeah, it's called Alex Wood Quits Everything. Alex Wood Quits Everything. So like I'm... jobs and stuff, too? Like you're just giving up on life? Or... <laughs> no, I get fired from those. Yeah, yeah. It's about uh, just not doing any substance whatsoever, even as like weak as caffeine. You're done with all that shit. Yeah, well, I quit uh, each substance one at a time on the first of each month. So I'm okay. 34 days off of weed and four days off of caffeine. Okay. And uh, how are you finding it, man? Because you like last year you or like a year or so ago, you quit drinking, right? Yeah, like a year and a half ago. And what, what brought that on? Pancreatitis twice. Pancreatitis, and that is not good. I take it. No, it's uh, it's a, your pancreas like regulates your sugar and your insulin or whatever, and you can only get it from drinking too much. Yeah. So I got it once in the spring, and then my doctor was like, oh, you got to quit drinking for at least a couple of years. Yeah. And then I misheard. I thought he said a month. So. <laughs> yeah, you misheard. You misheard so a couple like, of oh, years. Oh, I'm good. Well, my pancreas stopped hurting, so I was like, oh, the medical science doesn't know anything. And then so you kept drinking. So if you had to quit for a couple of years, you probably could have eventually started yeah, oh, yeah. working it back into your life, but yeah. now it's done. Yeah, even then he was like, you probably like a glass of wine with dinner now. And I was like, uh. And then the second time he was like, no, now you now you probably can never drink again, ever. So what would happen if you drank again? Uh, if I my pancreas would hurt a lot. Yeah. I don't think it would kill me in like one night. But theoretic- so it's not like one of those things where, yeah, one night and you're just done. I'm theoretically like a binge of like a couple of weeks could, though. Fuck. Yeah. Well, that's, I suppose, unfortunate, but it set you down uh, this now, <coughs> this new journey of quitting everything well i tried to do it as a a book last year and turns out books are really hard to write yeah (laughs) so you just decided to do a podcast i I could just talk this out that's fine yeah it's way easier i don't want to edit yeah fuck books man nobody reads anymore exactly and no one's gonna read the alex wood story no of course not (laughs) i think the first question who the fuck is alex wood yeah uh so so how's it been like what else did you quit just the weed and the caffeine. Just so the weed and the caffeine. I'm, I'm just over a month into the podcast. Okay. Next will be chewing my nails, then red meat, then dairy, then cigarettes, then porn. You're going cigarettes that late, eh? Yeah. That's, I couldn't do weed, caffeine, cigarettes all right away. No, that would, yeah. I'd kill people for sure. Yeah. Uh, cigarettes is definitely a good one to get rid of. But how are you finding without the weed? Because you smoked like a decent amount of weed, right? Yeah, I smoked every day. When I was trying to do the book last year, I quit for six weeks. That's the longest I've ever gone by mm-hmm. far uh, since I was like 18. And now it's so you've been 34 days? Yeah. So once I get another two weeks, will be the, the new record, I guess. And how you and it's going all right? It's good. I don't sleep as well. Yeah. That's what I heard from people who like they started almost smoking pot specifically because it helped them sleep. Oh, and then, it's so nice. I mean, yeah. you don't get the best sleeps. You kind of wake up a little groggy, but at yeah. the same time, it's like you go, oh, now's the time I go to sleep and you close your eyes and you are out. Yeah. That's, it's as simple as that. Yeah. It's that's like, nice. 
It's like turning off a light switch. That's really nice. But no caffeine probably has to help with. Yeah, except I'm I can't stay awake longer than like six hours right now, so I'm napping a lot. Oh, uh, okay. And then so then you're then you can't sleep at yeah, night I'm on because the, you've napped. Like, uh, a napping version of the, the Da Vinci way to sleep or whatever there, where it's <laughs> like one 20 minute nap every four hours. Something like that. Yeah. I'm more taking like a the, four hour nap every three hours. <laughs> Kramer did that in what Seinfeld, right? And then he woke up in the oh, river, yeah. Hudson River. So porn, you said porn is one of them. You're going to get rid of cigarettes, biting your nails, anything else? And what do you think it's like, do you have to give up caffeine? Like what is the, what is the drive behind you giving up all these things? Like I get booze because it was going to kill you. Cigarettes will eventually kill you. Weed, I can sort of understand. Some people are just like, don't want to smoke weed anymore, but uh, on caffeine. Well, I also have ulcers. Oh, okay. So caffeine for that. Uh, and then apparently caffeine's not good for your pancreas either. Fuck. Which is like a weird one because they're like, only alcohol causes it. And now you have to cut back on red meat, dairy, and caffeine. And I was like, wait, what are you talking about? I thought you said only alcohol does it. Fuck. And then a lot of it is like, I want to test myself. Yeah. Uh, as well. Like everything on the list, I'm maybe not every day brutal with it, but I'll go on like binges where I'm just like, like social media is on the list. Yeah. And I'll just like hate cruise Facebook all the time. Yeah. That's a big thing people do. Yeah, what are like, you hating now? What's your big thing to hate? On social media? Yeah. Who the fuck cares that you're getting married? What, what, these engagement photos? Oh, yeah. Has, that, has engagement photos always been a thing? I think that's just in the past, like, 15 years. What the fuck are I engagement photos? I feel photos? like engagement photos have been around, Like, but people used to, like, put them in the paper, right? Like, engagement announcements and right, shit like that? Right, I guess so. Now, now of social media, people are just plowing it out there, and then everybody likes it because they have to, you know? Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine. She talked about when she passed the bar and officially became like a high paid lawyer that got like 120 likes. And then her engagement announcement got like 350. Yeah. She's like, I didn't even like this guy that I got engaged to. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah, but everybody's saps, right? Like passing the bar is way harder than getting married. Everybody yeah, exactly. gets married. But people uh, seem to get excited about it. Um, what? Anything else? Any, any other like uh, issues that you're hating other than just uh, people in love? <laughs> you hating anything uh maybe legitimate other than people uh, experiencing joy well i'm a i'm a piece of shit like i i'm sick of liberals on 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 social media now too even though i'm liberal mm-hmm. but it's like it's funny to me that liberals will be like we need a two-state solution in in uh israel and palestine has to be a two-state solution P.S. If you're a Trump supporter, fuck off and get off my page and let me. Oh, you can't even handle reading somebody's Facebook statuses. Yeah, yeah. Because they're a Trump supporter, but you want people whose like families have been killing each other for generations now to get to, over to it, get along, and just yeah, deal with it. But you can't handle a Trump supporter. Yeah, the, yeah the, I hate the people who are like, if you're a Trump supporter, unfriend me now. Like, no, you unfriend me. Like, I'm yeah. not doing your shit for you. Like, <laughs> why do I have to do your dirty work if you don't want to see my ideas? You get rid me and then you see how dumb the trump supporters are and you're like how the fuck are we losing to these morons right now do you uh do you unfriend or block people ever i i hide them a lot you do the unfollows and shit yeah Yeah. unfollow that's 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 huge i i think like i have like 1300 friends on facebook and i'm following 40 people that's funny but sometimes you can't even control right because facebook just decides what you see yeah, there's certain people I've unfollowed a shit ton of times. And then other people I've unfollowed who pay for the ads. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. you're a fucking hack and I don't want to see what your career is about anymore. Unfollow and then sponsored the hack you just unfollowed. You can't unsee this no matter what you yeah, do. He's paying us. <laughs> yeah. Here's his shit. What is that? Everybody's losing their shit about Crane Girl last week. Did you follow that at all? 
I mean, yeah, see, that was one where I was like, I just hated everybody. Yeah. Where I was like, okay, yeah, that, forget the taxpayers thing. I mean, yeah, a firefighter did have to, like, quote unquote, risk his life to go up there. Mm hmm. And then I was kind of mad with people defending it, like, yeah, but it was cool. And then I was like, but also mad people like, this firefighter risked his life. I'm like, did you see his interview afterwards? He was cracking jokes. Yeah. He was like, I can't believe she did it in heels. I'm like, he didn't fucking care. <laughs> that's what they're paid to do, right? Like, Probably the best day of his week. They, that's, you know, it's the job you sign on for is to do shit like this. Like, yeah, some people do reckless things and, and climb a crane and then you're risking your life for somebody who could have easily prevented the situation they're in, but... It's not like your tax dollars immediately go up when this shit happens. Oh, yeah. When people say that, I'm like, it's the, the the budget is there for them to rescue people from situations. So it's not like as soon as she climbed up there, they're like, the fire department's like, well, we'll go get her. But there's a hat and everybody around there has to fucking throw in their, their hard-earned <laughs> money. <laughs> like, well, then also everyone's like, yeah, but she chose to go up there. It's like, okay, so our firefighters are just going to stop going to like people who are suicidal on a ledge? Yeah. I'm going to jump. Like, fuck you. Yeah, no, you chose to go up on dollars. that ledge. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. People were just losing their minds about it. Uh, yeah. Whenever anything like this happens, people love to throw out taxes. Like, they don't even really realize, like, what level of their taxes go to the fire. Like, you know, it's, you know, a fraction of a cent is of your fucking income tax is going to the fire department, you know, like... Who gives a shit? And nobody shows up for protests on, on tax reform and shit like that. If you announced, you know, like tomorrow, hey, we're going to do a big march on Toronto City Hall, T yeah. TTC shit, but we still pay so much taxes. There'd be like 12 CBC radio listeners <laughs> showing up yeah, and nobody actually there. But a hot chick climbs a fucking crane and then everyone's like, my tax dollars. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely reprehensible. She was hot too. That was the other thing. But do you ever see like, seeking, you know? Do you ever see like your friend who's really ugly with a girl who's like okay or vice versa? Sure, yeah. And then you're like, well, yeah, she's really hot for him. I feel like that's what we did with Crane Girl. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's really hot, hot for, for a, a Crane Girl. For a, for, yeah, for, <laughs> if, if you describe somebody who would climb a crane for no goddamn reason and lowers themselves down, yeah, she's a smoke show. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, she's in a category all her own. Really. I would think that that lady would have like a Tyson tattoo right on the eyeball, <laughs> the barbed wire. <laughs> So you cruise social media looking for hate. You hate liberals on social media. What's Have you gotten any interesting arguments on social media lately? Uh, yeah, during the election, I was just after the election. So it was a few months ago. But that made me like remember my rule of don't post politics. Yeah. Because I figure you should call out your own team first. And I'm liberal in most every way, especially socially. Mm -hmm. And I just made a bunch of like all caps. That's how you can tell. There were all cap statuses, <laughs> like Kanye West and shit like that. Just like, you know, Hillary Clinton was not the best candidate of all time. She wouldn't have been a good president. If you think that, I remember that was one I had. If you think that you're as blind as the guy at the Trump rally yelling USA. <laughs> and that, that got a lot of people angry at me. Yeah, yeah. Including like... Um, people coming to the woodwork. Yeah, and if I hear one more fucking rich pretty white girl talk about privilege i'm gonna lose my goddamn mind yeah you've been playing life on easy mode what are you talking about why are you the one saying this right now <laughs> i don't i don't think that based on just being i think for the majority of the time a strong majority of the time probably like 90 percent of women have had it harder mm -hmm. and that is a staggering amount but it doesn't mean every single one and then i find the ones making the most noise is like what the fuck are you talking about you're, yeah. you're rich as shit. You're white. 
What have you? What has, what has been your yeah, cross things have been working out for you? Yeah, yeah. And I think they're just well, used and the to- whole Hillary debate. That's where a lot of that came was just talking about like how Hillary wasn't good or whatever as a candidate. You would get this, well, you're misogynistic and like you just hate women and your your male privilege and all just connected to. It. And it's like, no, I you know. I don't want to just say that she's good just so that you don't say these things to me. <laughs> like, exactly. Did you see her on Sway in the Morning? Sway in the Morning is this show on Sirius XM. It's, uh, I didn't know. It's like a hip-hop channel on Sirius XM. It's like the big show for hip-hop heads. Okay. So Hillary Clinton went on during the campaign, and they asked her, uh, Hillary, what's one thing that's always in your purse? Oh, my God. And then God, she yeah. said, hot sauce. Hot sauce. <laughs> And it was like, oh, right there is when I was like, oh, fuck off. You pandering piece of shit. Yeah. And then they said, now a lot of people, you should have seen the looks on their faces too. They're like, eh. And then they were like, no, a lot of people would say that that was pandering. And then she was like, well, did it work? I was like, that's actually an okay joke, but you're not a fucking comedian. Like, you're <laughs> yeah. supposed to be running for office right now. And, like, she clearly, she's there. You know, show us the hot sauce in your purse. Where exactly. is it? That's what I wanted, too. I couldn't believe they didn't hold her feet to the fire there. Yeah. Like, can we see there's if there's no hot sauce in your purse? no way you right have now? hot sauce Ever. in your $5,000 purse. Not once in her life. Not once in her life. She's never probably had hot sauce. Okay, I see that uh, we're opening your purse. There's a speech that you're giving to Goldman Sachs next week. <laughs> yeah. That's what's in your purse. Yeah. 14 cell phones. <laughs> Yet you still had to use your goddamn work Blackberry. Yeah, and a receipt for a $10,000 pantsuit. <laughs> yeah, oh, I didn't want the hot sauce to get on those things, so I didn't bring it today. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There was, I wanted to talk about Crane Girl. I don't know. I've been disconnected from the internet. Did you ever live without the internet before? No. It's difficult. I don't get to see things. I don't know what the hell's going on. So I don't, I don't, I, I was like, is there, what's going crazy now? Are you You're going to buy a window newspaper? into the world. I have bought newspapers, but I didn't. And I grabbed a 24 today. And uh, that's not news anymore. That's all just like movie shit and celebrity gossip garbage. Actually, yeah, admit you had this status. I disagreed with you, although I got where you were coming from. It was like, we all relax about North Korea. We've been saying for, I was like, no, no, no. It's right, actually, this time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. China just called all of their uh like diplomats and shit out of the country which is like the first thing you do before you're actually about to drop bombs and shit like that yeah i think that there's some shit about to go down i don't think it's going to be world war three well, it couldn't be it's north korea doesn't have the they ability. don't have the, the yeah. capability that's what i mean it's like it, it, there's going to be shit that happens but every time like a conflict happens it's not automatically world war three there's never going to be able to be a world war three when you look at like um alliances and treaties and shit like that it's like turkey's a perfect example like Turkey's like kind of friends with Russia, but they're in NATO. Mm-hmm. So what the so what the fuck is Turkey's role going to be in a World War Three? You know what I mean? All of the different cross sections and shit like that. Yeah, and like we're trade partners with things. Like you know they always talk about like China and Russia, but we trade so much with them. Like I'm not saying that something you know it's not a powder keg potentially, but I just don't see this global world war happening. You know, there's too many people getting rich off of each other to start bombing each other over it. Like they want to keep their goddamn money, right? Yeah, and World War Three, if anything, would start with like cyber warfare, right? Yeah, like if Russia finds out a way to turn out the lights, yeah, then then we have a reason to be very very scared. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, so I just I th- that happens all the time, I think, and yeah, North Korea is definitely like, but I've I've had like a <clears throat> maybe controversial opinion on this. Like every, everybody just hates tr- what Trump's doing because it's Trump, and I think he's done a terrible job over the last hundred or so days that he's been president, but. This thing about, like, with North Korea, I'm like, yeah, man, you can't just keep saying that you're going to fucking nuke the U.S. without them doing something about it. Like, I agree. It was like it's almost when 
it's like, oh, fuck, I guess we needed this maniac to finally stand up or show some quote-unquote balls to North Korea because, yeah, North Korea's been, been doing 15 this. 15 years of, str- of, straight, of them straight. saying, like, yeah. we will wipe America off the face of the earth. And we're trying to, to get the technology to do it. You know, it's not like they're going to get it and be like, okay, now we're, uh, uh, you know, a benign superpower with, you know, nukes. We're going to chill out and just be part of that team. Yeah, at least Iran was like, we need it for energy and we want to yeah. protect ourselves. North Korea is actively like, no, this is offensive. Yeah, if I can get this on one rocket, it's fucking gone. So somebody's got to do something, you know, but uh, yeah, trying to pull in their diplomats out is that's a, a sign. But that's also with like the tensions you would you would do that right right before <clears throat> when they thought Hillary was going to get elected. Russia pulled their diplomats out of a bunch of places too, just like tell told them to return home. Oh, yeah. That was a bit of a just a power play. Yeah, for sure. I think most of that shit is. But like, I th- honestly, I think that uh, Trump bombing Syria and this stuff is just a way of him taking everybody's mind off the fact that Russia colluded. Oh, it's a, it's <laughs> a huge wag the dog. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then, and it totally worked. No one's talking, no one's about, talking it. about it anymore. Flynn just testified the other day. And if all that stuff wasn't going on, that would have been every front page of oh, everything. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what he said yet. I, the, Me neither. Well, I mean, I'm not connected to the world right now, but uh, yeah. So wait, did you see, this is a complete change of topic. Did you see that the Sens had, Ottawa Senators hockey team had 2,000 empty seats at I game one of round that, yeah. two. I was in Ottawa over the weekend, yeah. Yeah, I got into a bunch of flame wars about that. Yeah. Because I grew up in Ottawa. But You're was, a Leafs fan. But I was born in Sault Ste. Marie where I originally became a Leafs fan. Yeah. And then when I moved to Ottawa, they still didn't even have a team yet. But yeah, all the justification, because they didn't sell out uh, game one of round one. And they actually, there was like articles in the Ottawa Sun. It's all these Leafs fans buying up the tickets because they thought it would be Toronto, Ottawa first round. What? And then they just didn't resell them? Yeah. Like, what that are you fucking kidding sense. me? So after those justifications went away and they weren't sold out for round two, like, well, the rink is far from downtown and the tickets are so expensive. Like, tell that to somebody from Markham driving in to see the Leafs play the Capitals. Yeah. It's not, I've been there to see, I'm a Penguins fan, right? So I went to see Penguins games there and you, Go to auto. You get in Ottawa. There's a bus that costs five dollars that takes you to fucking the Canadian. What's Canadian Tire Center now? Yeah. yeah. And then you can, and you get can a drink bus home. on that bus as yeah. much as you want. Yeah. 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 It's just it's you know it's about a forty five minute bus ride. But fuck it. You know like I don't understand. There's no way during playoff hockey you should be able to go up to the box office at the rink and buy a ticket. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's insane. That's absolutely insane. And then. Uh, somebody, then a lot of people said, well, yeah, do you know our advertising budget got slashed this year? Are you telling me people in Ottawa don't actually know that they're in the second round against an original six team? Yeah. That's, are you really going with the advertising <laughs> argument here? They're just bad fans. Oh, man, I want to go to a playoff game, but I don't even know if Ottawa's in. <laughs> so what flame wars did you get in about that? Just, oh, just like yeah, all about people that would shit. share like the articles and <clears throat> yeah. then since fans would come in because everyone in Ottawa's a fucking conservative, crusty whiny bitch <laughs> like no that's not what's going on like for instance the then somebody said uh in the flame war that i was in they said uh buying a ticket doesn't show that you're a dedicated fan i was like what else is there that's <laughs> yeah maybe it's not the sole reason but that's number one buying a ticket and showing up to the game yeah. what else shows you're a dedicated fan yeah, that's it, what it, home ice is it's 85 bucks for a ticket you know, that's, like, that's not much to see a hockey game, a playoff hockey game. Like, yeah, some people don't have it, but we're talking this Ottawa. They're all government people. They have fucking money to go see a hockey game. Oh, yeah. And then fucking people were writing because I guess the Phoenix pay system, it's like the 
way that government workers get paid they like made a huge there was a huge clerical error so far this year so there's like tens of thousands of government workers in ottawa who are owed thousands of dollars yeah and then people are citing that it's the phoenix pay system i was like oh i'm sorry i didn't realize ottawa became Riyadh overnight because now they <laughs> yeah. don't have fucking money to afford the hockey game wow I can't believe it, man. I was there over the weekend and uh, somebody told me that it was like there was 2000 seats or whatever left. It's like, how do you do this? Well, those are unsold tickets. Yeah. And then I heard like other estimates were like there was way more like seats not filled. From, right. Like tickets sold right, from like companies that couldn't even give them away. Yeah. Yeah. I had a buddy who was like, hey, do you want to go to the Sens game against Boston game five or six? And uh, he was like, I got an extra ticket. It was like an hour before game time. And I could tell he just rolled through his list. I hadn't talked to this guy in like four years. <laughs> yeah, and he knows I'm a Leafs fan. He just Somebody told him the night before, oh, Wood's in town. So go, shit, I'll see if he wants to go an hour before the game starts. Like, you couldn't find anyone to take a free fucking ticket? To the playoffs. Jesus I mean, Christ. I know the sends are garbage, but come on. Yeah, pretty boring to watch. Yeah. I've been to yeah, games there and their fans are boring. They're not really into it, you know? No one really cares. I feel bad for like true sense fans though, because that's mm. that's true. It's like I every game I ever went to in Ottawa, some ratchet old fucking loser would be like, "Can you keep it down a little bit here?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, Am I interrupting your book club? <laughs> yeah. We're this at a, a hockey, hockey game, game right now. You're supposed to get excited. Exactly. Sidney Crosby's gone. What did you think of that hit? I mean, it's one of those. It was like right, right on the line where it's like, I mean, did you see all the shit Ovechkin did before? No. He whacked him on the head once with the stick, and then it looked like he slew-footed him as well. And then that's what kind of brought him down, and that's why Niskanen, well, he was at that level to cross-check him. See, I've been, I've, the only parts in slow-mo I've seen is right when Niskanen hits him. Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw the whole play, but I didn't know that. I didn't see that, like, slew-footed shit. I know, you, like, in front of the net, there's cross-checking and shit, right? But not, like, speeding in cross-checking. Like, you, you, you know, t- you put your shoulder out. You do whatever, you know? He still would have got him in the head with the where he was, but... Uh, did he get suspended? No. No supplemental discipline. Just, he got the game misconduct. Wow. And there was a lot going on. There was a lot going on that, like, you could have been like, yeah, give this guy at least a couple games. Yeah, I mean, you think at least one mm-hmm. because the playoffs accounts, right? Every playoff suspension is like two games. Yeah. But I thought, I thought, like, especially, like, that's going to suck for hockey if Crosby has to retire. Yeah. Apparently, he's been, like, around the dressing room and stuff. So he's not, uh, he's not like, he's in good spirits, but that doesn't necessarily mean his brain's going to heal. But, like, it's not, he's not like, you know, in a dark room right now, like <laughs> just staring, not being able to, you know, get nauseous every two minutes. He's, Mother, he's around, even- he's around lights, he's around whatever. So it's, you know, hopefully it wasn't that bad of a fucking. But a hockey, uh, it's funny how much like shit it brings. Like I have friends who I was like, Dang, but good thing Toronto didn't play Ottawa in the first round. I would have had like, I have good friends growing up that we had to stop talking about hockey because yeah. the Leafs played the Sens like four years in a row. In the playoffs, yeah. yeah. And it was just like eventually like, okay, we literally can't discuss this anymore. <laughs> so if you had a friend that was a Caps fan, you know you wouldn't be even talking to them right now. Oh, no, there's no way. There's no way. And just the stuff that gets on, uh, you know, people posting about Crosby being a baby and stuff like oh, that. I like, hate that know. so much. Yeah. He's good for the game, you know? It's like, you know, the NHL loses money when he's not on the ice. So this is bad. This is why you got to suspend guys for smashing him in the fucking head yeah i never i've never liked the shit talking on crosby like oh, he whines to the refs all the time i was like this is just the guy who came in wearing a thousand dollar suit 
with like a 10 on his arm and you're like fucking douchebag no you're just jealous of him that's what's happening right yeah now. yeah and i find every single person who's like crosby's a fucking baby i just want to go up to them and be like so what year did you stop playing junior b because <laughs> I, I know your whole life yeah if you hate crosby this much yeah yeah it's you know crosby people calling him a baby and you watch like the shit he has to put up with behind the play and all the shifty shit people do to him because he's great so you got to slow him down get in his head so he goes to the ref and's like hey this guy keeps fucking whacking me in the nuts you know and the way everybody talks to refs in the nhl yeah like that's just every what are you talking about they all when they go to the box you see them like screaming at the ref yeah so crosby's going up to them and be like yo 48 is like riding my ass all game with cross checks yeah this isn't it's against the rules yeah because he was the first superstar to come up in the day and age where it's like you can't just have some giant goon go and like literally murder a guy's whole family because he breathed on crosby yeah I mean, if this this was like the 80s, Crosby would be fine. He'd have no concussions because oh, yeah. the rule would be don't touch Crosby like it was with Gretzky. Yeah, exactly. Because you're literally scared to. Mm-hmm. And then I also felt like, well, now fuck Washington. Yeah. I kind of wanted to always see them like, okay, it'd be nice to see them get their shit together. Because I think Ovechkin's an exciting player. But now it's yeah. like, especially with Trots, like undeniably... The shit like no, nah, that was completely clean. Yeah, it was, was just like, hockey play. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah. Oh man, I'm super. Did you angry see Don now. Cherry talking about it? No, what he, he was he like, saying? am I the only person who knows that this is a dirty hit? He's like, that's not a hockey play. And he's like, the whack from Ovechkin off this. It's he's just losing his mind. Well, yeah, there's there's too many Russians involved for Cherry. To- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also Cherry talking about politics now. It's like, yeah, I always was like, oh, he's the funny uncle. I like when he says stupid shit. And yeah, then it's yeah. like, wow, you crossing into politics? Yeah, you don't. This is not your this is not your theater to get involved in. <laughs> You're just this shit that he says. Like, it's like whoa, that man. Like you, you sound uneducated talking about hockey, and you know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you're one of the best minds we have about hockey and you still sound like a fucking idiot yeah so please don't talk about trump yeah i remember they asked him during the u.s election like what do you think of all these celebrities saying they're going to move to canada if trump gets elected and he said we don't want them we got enough of those liberal dumbs dumb dumbs up here and it was like oh my god don cherry <laughs> shut the fuck up. of course the guy- i'd love to just be like what are the f- three branches of government in the united states don cherry <laughs> yeah that's what i thought <laughs> that guy still walks in and votes for harper oh yeah even though he's not on the fucking ballot just every like harper i love harper that's um, another thing that made me get more into the penguins is when uh, gretzky started stumping so hard for harper i was like lemieux is so much better yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah all that time was, that, was, uh, that was I think I posted that at that picture like just so you know this is why Lemieux is better than than Gretzky ever was and it's just a picture of him with a Harper. Sorry for like this being sort of uh, mishmash. I, as I say, I'm usually connected to the internet and I'll come up with like one or two, three maybe things to to move on about. But uh, has anything been happening in the world at all that people have been getting pissed about and? you know for no reason i'm just trying to think man because like i last i was like i saw crane girl and people losing their money about tax dollars i've been watching lots of hockey so i haven't been paying attention to much outside of the world yeah that's me too yeah i think uh right now i heard that there's um maybe you saw this too Uh, cosmo wrote an article and usually I'm like, okay, calm down, men. Like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, this yeah. Is, but this one I did, and I felt like a dumb MRA. I was like, can you fucking believe this? Cosmo wrote an article that was essentially men wanting women to orgasm during sex 
is another sign of the patriarchy. Oh, I heard about men that wanting one. to keep women under their thumb. I think they're just some of these people just um, are just like I have an idea. I'm not even going to think about it. Write it out and put it out. You know, because like it's it's just they always try to come with come up with some new thing that's supposed to be terrible. That you know you you always thought this was good, but turns out it's bad. And it's and then now it's just orgasms. Like you want a guy who just doesn't give a shit if you come. Is that what you're looking for? That's yeah. That's not a sign of the patriarchy. Yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't understand. I was like, so what? The, this is one of those situations. Where I was like, what is the right answer? Because you can't sit here and tell me you'd be better off. Like we just want a guy to fuck and then roll over and not give a shit yeah. what we then then you'd be angrier about that that sounds like the 50s which is when patriarchy was <laughs> at a roaring speed <laughs> the roaring 50s of patriarchy <laughs> like yeah. come home from a factory climb on top of you three pumps done roll over go to sleep yeah that was one like i really was like ah. Oh. I hope your Twitter gets blown up. Now I do hope whoever wrote this article is just just put through the coals. And it was just saying that guys like wanting women to have orgasms is not really what it was. Like yeah, all that's all it was. Yeah, that it was like that that that's a sign of like male dominance and it's all about the man he doesn't actually care if the woman it's not out of consideration it's out of like yeah reaffirm that i'm uh it's like jesus christ you guys really know what's going on in our heads at all time don't yeah, you and you know what like i i see where the, maybe they're coming from on like slightly but at the same time if you orgasm you orgasm if the reasoning behind him wanting to do it is to feel good that he's like yeah look at me i'm a man i can make her come you still got to come like yeah <laughs> that's- and the angriest women have ever been at me during sex is when i didn't come yeah they, they're so cold afterwards and still i mean it hasn't happened a lot of times but <laughs> a couple times they're like what's wrong with you and i was like okay yeah. that's a little harsh i'm just drunk and i, I can't for some reason yeah that's that's funny well, we what's had sex wrong? two weeks ago and you came and you were drunk i don't what are you going for i'm sorry but yeah. they guess they're so up in arms about it well it's a, there's a lot of things that go into this it's not like yeah it's this isn't just like a you know like a, a tv you know you turn it on and you, you press the button and it <laughs> automatically comes on like there's there's steps and sometimes you know what we missed a step i guess i'm going to sleep <laughs> your dick's broken like, yeah. okay this has hurt my You're feelings now fucking man <laughs> whatever but if every you- time you start it with like cause and then that's what i mean that's why i'm a piece of shit especially with the internet because i was really angry about that then i'm reading men's opinions who are really angry about that i was like calm down you neanderthal jesus yeah. christ why are you so angry about this i was just as angry about that yeah but there's sometimes the way people write their opinion oh, out yeah. is very bad. So even if it's a guy where you're like, yeah, I probably agree with this guy, but just the shit that's coming out of his face right now is just terrible. Was well, the same reason I didn't like liberals on the internet after Trump. I was like, oh, I hate that you're speaking for my team mm-hmm. or something that I agree with. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, <clears throat> I've talked about Trump a lot on this podcast, but uh, I, and I've probably made this point a million times. I get why people hate him. I don't think he's a good president. And I think that, I think now people that were uh, fans of him and voted him in, in, in the States or just fans of him in general, like it, they now have to admit, like, if they just admitted, like, yeah, we wanted to explode the system, and you're right, he's not a good president. He's not doing anything good at all. Like, but just def- defending him, knowing that he colluded with Russia to get elected, that's treasonous. And you're still, you're okay with that. That's not a deal breaker. Well, they really are blind following. And then they're like, yeah, well, if you look at Russia under Putin, they've actually, oh my God, now yeah. you're pro-Putin. <laughs> you're defending journalists Putin. like <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Did you, that's something that happened this week. So Jimmy Kimmel, did you hear about that? His, he had a newborn son 
And I guess the son had like uh, had a right away baby heart problems, mm-hmm. like real bad ones. He like could have died, so they had to like do surgery on the baby. So Jimmy Kimmel, this was just like two three nights ago, did his opening monologue telling the story. He's tearing up, and then at the end of telling the story, and he prefaced it with "My baby's okay. There's a happy ending here, so don't let me be the one who gets sad." And then at the end, he said, "This is why we need Obamacare." I had enough money to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. I don't think somebody who has a newborn baby should have to deal with that baby never being covered medically now for the rest of their life because they have a pre-existing condition that happened when they were born. Yeah. And then Joe Walsh, I I don't know if he's a congressman or a senator, but anyways, Republican Joe Walsh tweeted, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, my tax dollars shouldn't have to go to your baby. Yeah, something to that direct effect and it was like wow i've heard a lot of a lot of good points was in retorts to that where it was like jesus fucking christ republicans are like oh you know what abortion is murder and then as soon as the baby gets out i don't give a fuck start paying your <laughs> taxes your you little hippie baby liberal yeah it's weird man it's weird how people uh uh, it just are that callous about it. Like he's, you know, you know, this story just happened. Like it's literally some. This man has just gone through this sad time with his baby, and you're just yeah, fuck your baby right online just for everybody to see. No, and an elected official. This isn't like an internet troll in someone's no, no, basement. Yeah. Like go fuck yourself, cuck Jimmy Kimmel. This yeah. is like an elected official being like, no, not paying for it. Sorry, bud. Yeah, fuck me, man. That's funny. And then I read another article this week. This had to. This kind of had to do with with me. Uh, it was about a, it's the title was uh, addiction is not a disease, mm-hmm. and the article is like really harsh. Yeah, like quit being a fucking bitch. You <laughs> wow. Got, like you got to just step up to the plate. You have choices to be made. Someone you can choose not to do heroin. Someone can't choose not to have cancer. And I was like, I, mean, I think the answer is kind of somewhere in the middle here. But yeah, I, get yeah. what, I get what you're saying. Because that's one thing. I mean, I don't have the most, like, woke views <laughs> on addiction, even though, like, I'm an addict, you know? Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people have said, like, nice things to me about my podcast. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I fucked up my life. Like, you're going up to somebody who, like, pissed in their kitchen, and then they're cleaning it up, and you're like, you're a goddamn hero. Like, no, man, I fucking pissed all over the floor. I have to wipe it up with paper towels now. You know, dogs do this, right? This is, I'm a human being over here. If a dog was cleaning up his own piss, I'm like, well, that's worthy of the internet. Yeah, right that's there. pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, addiction, my guess. It's been called a disease a lot. Uh, I don't know why. Because, yeah, it doesn't really hold much in common with disease. It's... An addiction. It's its own thing. <laughs> it's an addiction, right? Well, I mean, there's certain rare instances, right? Like, there's certain people who are, like, all, like, the infamous crack babies mm-hmm. of the 80s that were, like, born addicted to crack. It's yeah. like, okay, well, that, that should probably count as a disease. Yeah. But yeah, like, through and through, it's like, nah, man, I'm just a spoiled brat who grew up in an opulent area of Canada. So, I was able to just do drugs and not give a shit about anything else at the time. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be, like, fucking told like every single day is going to be a battle for you and you are so brave i don't know i think that's negative i think 
in general. Like, did you hear the Carleton University scales thing? You must have already talked about that on the podcast. Uh, the scales. I think we did. I think I might have talked about that. Uh, not much, though. We can talk about it. I, maybe I just talked about it in person with people. But yeah, so the Carleton University removed the scales from their gym. Uh, so that because it was like uh, triggering to tr- people, triggering to people who thought they were overweight or who were overweight or had like anorexia and stuff in the right. past, which is like that's where I feel like when I say like I'm liberal, it's like I agree with conservative ideology in one respect where it's like the individual matters. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I, I wish that like conservatives would have more empathy for other people and not tweet, "Hey Jimmy Kimmel, just because your baby's got a pussy heart, don't <laughs> expect me to pay more taxes." Yeah. But then I also wish liberals would be like, "Yeah, okay, a lot of groups have it way harder than other groups, and we need to be doing things to help them out for sure." But it's also on that person to fucking try and do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the things with like the removing the scale or something like that. It's just just this conforming to ever like you know the almost like the lowest common denominator in a way or the weakest link. The person you know or assuming e- either either there are people complaining about it on for their own behalf, like hey, this affects me, I want this gone, or there are people who are trying to do it for them. Just decide like oh, this could be offensive to these people or bother them, so let's just get rid of the scales now. You well, know, well the article said it was the latter. It was like this student group that just decided it one day. Yeah, Which and then is, they do that like with too many things, right? Like it, it just make these sweep. They're always looking for like a new thing to be like, how can we be annoyed or pissed off by, about this exactly. and then try to fix a problem that doesn't exist? They're addicted to it. Yeah. Where it's like, it's so funny that they were like, let's take the scales out of the gym. It's like, why don't you go find a fucking charity that does something for anorexic or bulimic people and donate money? Like, you'll actually feel better yeah. than you do doing this. Yeah. Because the anger, like, doesn't make you feel better at no. all. But people sort of thrive on it. Oh, yeah. No doubt. I mean, I, I feel that way sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, it's fun to get angry. When yeah. It, when it's not like... Well, like, my stand-up is sort of driven in anger, so I kind of have to have it there for certain things. But I usually get angry at people getting angry. That's, yeah. the, that's the, like, well, it seems <laughs> seems to be the thing that's happening the most now. Rather than me getting angry about issues, it's me writing bits about people being angry and stupid. Well, that's what comedians are, right? I'm like, I don't have any fucking answers. I just point out why everyone else is wrong. Yeah. And then if somebody ever shone the spotlight on me, like, well, then what should we do? I'm like, well, I don't know. I just know that what we're doing is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't fix it. Yeah. You're looking for somebody like a politician. I'm just here to <laughs> yeah, say exactly. this is fucked and walk away. Apparently, I just I didn't get the details, but the, uh, the they had the debate for the France called the has that election coming up. I thought they already had it. No. Oh, what? So it's it's really soon though. It's yeah. like this month. So they apparently in the debate last night they started like trading like really personal insults at each other. Oh, really? And it was like, and then everyone's like, "This is what Trump's done to politics." Yeah. Which is like that's another thing about Trump that I'm like, you don't know history very well, do you? But debates have been very contentious since they started. Yeah. Like this yeah. isn't. He lowered the bar the bar on intelligence, but not on like direct like sparring. That's always that's been a always thing. been there. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny, though. Like, everybody seems to be sort of having their Trump, you know? Oh, yeah. England had Brexit, and then uh, there was the guy, like, the Dutch guy who was, like, really far right and just kind of like... It's like... It's almost like these nut jobs just saw saw Trump rising and was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Well, it's funny how much they're supported, like, the globally, it seems like, the alt-right or whatever the fuck you want to call it. 
I mean, people who hate immigrants, they really are like banded together and they're like cheering and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's why Trump went was like so like good for you Brexit. And like he was like congratulating it and everything. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you clearly don't know what this is going to do to their economy and no, shit like that. No, the pound just dropped, right? Like as soon as, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, uh, it's this, the response is to, you know, sort of liberal left wing identity politics. I'm not saying that it's justified totally or that it's good that this is what the reaction. In fact, I think it's bad, but it wouldn't hurt people on the left who are trying to drive these points home about like, like I think Bill Maher said it like last week on his uh, show, basically like in the election, let the liberals made white men feel like they were the uh, minority, even though they were still the majority, but just through identity politics and constantly telling them that they were terrible. And it made them go, well, we need, we need to band together and we need to get this guy elected. And, you know, this is what I've always said about welcoming people in when you're trying to have a debate with them. If you disagree with them, instead of just labeling them, you know, whatever group, whatever sex, whatever sexuality, whatever, you know, gender, whatever, just throwing all that shit at them. And then, you know, sort of walking away, dusting your hands off as if you achieved something. Cause you really could have probably, you can convince people to join your side, if you were like, you know, a Hillary Clinton, you know, supporter and you want to talk about that, you could potentially convince people. But instead, you're just like, ah, you're just a racist white man. That's all it is. And that's just going to make them double down. Yeah. Because then they're going to think, I'm not racist and you're calling me racist. So everything is on your side. You guys are all out to lunch. Mm-hmm. Or if you like rationally sat somebody down, like the issue, like, oh, fuck, I see this all the time on the Internet, right? The number one point that racists or people that are prejudiced towards black people make for America is, well, why are one in three black men in some form in the correctional facility, whether it's parole? And that's still a true stat. It's been a stat for like 20 years straight that whether it's on parole, um, you know, had their weren't sentenced or whatever, or are in jail, one in three black men in the United States. And then it's like, every time somebody hears that, it goes, you need to do the research. You're a fucking idiot and stuff like that. No, no, no. Tell them the research. Yeah, did you know that black men are also four times as likely to be put in jail for marijuana possession? Simple marijuana possession versus a white person of the same age, <laughs> same, like that would make somebody at least go like, maybe like, where, where did you hear that? No, it's fact, same place you got, like your fact, the Department of Justice. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh shit, like that's going to make somebody think. Instead of like, you're just a racist, then they're going to go, well, no, I'm not racist. I was just saying something that I've heard as a fact before. Yeah. And then they're just going to double down. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't, if there, there's not, yeah, there's, you know, the reason why if somebody throws that stat out one in three, in the, you know, it's, there's, there's reasons why black people are treated way less fairly through the justice system than white people are. And if you just can talk that through, then that can, yeah, maybe get to this person and go, okay, that's, you know, at least we're having a conversation. But people don't like doing that. People do not like to have reasoned conversations because as you say, I think people do like just to be angry. It gives them like some weird high to be angry. And they kind of like. Well, it's superiority too, right? Yeah. Like they think that it's just about like you, you, you No, you like feeling that you're not like that. Like I'm so much smarter. Plus save that like vitriol for like the actual people who like, if you're trying to have a discussion with them or like, tell you why, 
because the immigrants they stink it's like yeah go off on them save that anger for them <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. they're not gonna there get are, convinced there are people shit. out there who deserve to just be told to, okay you're a fucking idiot you know yeah, i'm not gonna listen to yeah. you and then you but you gotta write those people off and just go okay fuck them you know i'm not gonna argue with them but there's no point in yelling at them let's just get get away from them so, yeah you're not gonna convince everybody there are racist people out there and they're gonna stay racist but you might be able to convince people who aren't racist and just have a differing point of view than you do well and we're clearly if you're like anti-trump uh, i said we but like we're not doing a good job because there was just a poll that came out that said registered people who voted for Trump. They asked them, do you regret voting for Trump? 2% said yes. So everybody knows in the next two elections to get him or, you know, Republicans out of controlling the house and the Senate, you're going to have to get that number higher, even though it is (laughs) going to be mostly people who didn't vote, getting them to come out. You're still going to have to get those other people to turn. Well, yeah, you you have to do that. And they're going to have to just change uh, their whole strategy. Like they're going to have to put up somebody who's interesting that people would want to vote for. And they're going to have to, you know, just look at like, why do we get our asses handed to us? You know, What, what happened in this, this last election? And, change some of this bullshit instead you know instead of dealing with like you know this this weird safe space identity politics on the university campuses that are that are that's happening just just get rid of that shit and you know stop stop putting a dividing wall between you and who you the people you think are just terrible racist trump voters oh yeah because i've talked to a lot of like liberal friends of mine they're like man i'm so fucking done with this shit and it's like, yeah, if you're losing people on your own team, yeah, like they're sure you're not turning them into Trump voters, but if you're making them go like, why the fuck would I go to the polls to vote or like not be as passionate? Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you doing to the other side or independence? Yeah. And well, and the American system sucks, right? Cause they, it's like Bernie, you know, stepped aside. He could have easily just ran on his own and then still probably Trump would have got elected because enough people would have voted for Hillary. Oh, probably and, and more if he ran as an independent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just that two-party system. And it's the same thing that happened with our election when Trudeau got elected. Everybody just wanted to stop Harper, so everybody decided to vote liberal. And, you know, I don't know why people... I wouldn't have voted for... I didn't vote for Trudeau. I voted NDP, you know? I just... I always vote NDP, even though I don't like that Mouclair fella right now. I don't think he's doing much. I always like Leighton. Um, But... So I always just kind of vote NDP and, you know, everybody voted in Trudeau just to stop Harper. And what the fuck has he done since he got What has he done differently? He just doesn't done anything. Yeah. He hasn't changed anything. Okay, we're going to sell those weapons to Syria, which I get it. Harper is the one who who enacted that and then it would have cost Canada a lot of money to I think it was like $140 million to pull out of it. Yeah. I would have door to door campaigned for Trudeau in the next election if he would have pulled out of that arms deal. Yeah. If he would have said... Yeah, guys, we're going to take a loss on this, but I didn't make this deal the previous administration did. I don't think it's right to sell weapons to a country, or sorry, it was Saudi Arabia. I don't think it's right to sell weapons to a country where women aren't allowed to drive cars. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong on that? What did we? What do we stand for as Canadians? Do you yeah. guys really want me to give that country weapons? And they stone gay people to death, and then it's like, yeah, man, I would have fucking stepped up plate. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 pragmatic at best. He's just yeah. I, don't I think you know, his what... big thing he ran on was legalizing pot, and like it's you know it's going to be almost three years after it by the time it's actually legalized, and it's just this the mess that's been going through uh, with with that, like just the the dispensaries getting raided here and stuff, and everybody's just everybody's walking around fl- more flagrant with it, and the police are seem to be just like, well, you it's still illegal, and you know putting the the boots to them, but. 
Well, Trudeau just came out a month and a half ago and said, I think the police should enforce the current laws. It's like, do you not understand how stupid that is? Yeah. Gonna- I mean, they have to. They have to do it. I get yeah, that when people, like a, a dispensary gets raided and you see all these people like, this is bullshit. It's like, yeah, well, I mean, you're still, you're not, I, I, I agree, pot should be legal. Uh, it's not a, a damaging drug the way, you know, alcohol and all that, you know, that, that old argument. But it should obviously be legal, but it's not yet. So if you're just opening a place and selling it, like, yeah, you're going to get fucked. Like- yeah, and if you opened a bar without... Going through the pop proper channels, just started selling beer, you'd be closed down too. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> you're not allowed to sell substances like that that alter your state of being without a license and going through these licensing because then, you know, like a bar has a laws that, you know, nobody under 19 and that's, you know, whatever the, the hell the law is for pot. There's no law for pot because you're not supposed to be selling it to anybody unless it's like medical, whatever. So somebody could just come in and be like, hey, I'm 16. Here, here's take some pot. Like we, we can sell it to you. I'm not trying to sound like an old fucking conservative man on this or anything, but I like the reason why the the cops would look at selling pot at a dispensary like that is because there's no checks and balances technically, even though the people running it might be of the highest moral standards and would never do certain things. They don't know. And you're until it's legal, you're going to get shut down. I just had a problem with like Trudeau's quote, not having any nuance to it. What are you going to say to police officers who are trying to do their job right now, even though it's going to be legal in just over a year and just keep doing it. Like what? You're not going to mention how, like, oh, I get that this is a gray area, yeah, and or maybe try and enact some legislation yeah. that can ease the burden on everybody. Write a little speech about it, man. Give something. me a little something yeah, just exactly. to be like, look, we know that this is a weird time and the transition is going to be tough and it's going to happen in a year. Until then, the police will have to uphold these laws, but we're we're trying to work to make it so that this isn't, you know, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Just something and. And I would encourage people who want to get into the business to just wait. Yeah. You're yeah. going to get your day very soon, but you know it would make your cause easier? Like, yeah, be an adult. Yeah. Actually say something real. Well, Mark Emery, the Mark Emery stuff, right? You're the Prince of Pot. Yeah. Where, where, where do you stand on that guy? I mean, I don't know. I, I always felt like you're anytime somebody is getting known more than their their causes mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if you call yourself the prince of pot i get that there's an argument of okay i'm gonna make my i'm gonna shine the light on myself so i can shine the light on my issue mm-hmm. but it was like to me just he always just seemed like no this is about you yeah you, you want this to be about you you don't want this to be about you know people that have ms that want weed to ease their symptoms yeah you want to be like the cool guy who's like breaking international laws and selling because that's why he got arrested and was in, in the, the states, states right yeah just selling weed seeds across the border and shit like that yeah yeah and he did how much like five years or something or more so, yeah no it was something like that it was a it was a pretty serious yeah um and then he got sentence. out, he comes here and he runs these dispensaries. Finally, like I saw him, like he, he was arrested too, right? Yeah, at the airport yeah. trying to get out of Dodge. Yeah. But finally, because it was just the, the people working at his dispensaries were just taking it on the chin. And he was, you know, like just these people making fucking no money working at, you know, and, and he wasn't being held responsible. Yeah, they were charged with like drug trafficking, like like 21-year-olds who like just got the job there. Yeah. Getting charged with drug trafficking. It's like... Yeah, man, and I'm sure that every it started with him and then went all the way down. I'm sure he wasn't going up to the 21-year-olds working there, but I'm sure they were told, like, ain't no way the cops are coming for us. Yeah, yeah. They can't. Did you know we can sue them if they just fed their yeah, yeah, head fed them full of bullshit. bullshit? And then, you know, just this, you know, you're never, you're never traveling again. Fuck your passport. Yeah. That's gone. You Fucked. Know? 
Um, that was what I was going to say is the, what do you think if like, if it does become legal of like, they're not going to pardon like the people that are in jail already. This is something I But I've don't heard. they have to? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. Because at the time they technically broke a law and I just, I don't even think they'd want to bother going through the paperwork. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're right. I mean, you you think when they they're going to ask for they're going to get paroled from quite as, easily as when far, they ask for that. Oh yeah, I'm sure they'll be paroled. But I, I think people in the states in the states that legalized it, from what I'm aware, they didn't pardon anybody. And like, you can get some harsh time in the states for it. Fuck, I, mean, I mean, if you were a dealer, I get it because yes. there's probably other things involved, and also you know, like that's whatever. But if you just got like a shit possession charge or something like that, and for some reason you're one of the poor assholes who got like two years in jail, like let that person out if it's legal. You know, how libertarian are you in drugs? Do you think everything should be legal? I would, yeah, I do. Because it's 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 a it's a medical issue, right? It's not, you know, addicts to drugs aren't criminals. They're addicts to heroin. Like treat this person medically. Don't throw them in jail. That What does that do? But do you think like, OK, do you think decriminalized or do you think that there should be? Like a fucking heroin store. Uh, yeah, Because then you can add like a lot more. Yeah, you can still add regulation. Like, hey, listen, you can do all the heroin you want, but you're not getting great medical access if you... That's what a lot of people say, right? Yeah. Legalize everything, but then people are responsible for their own well-being. Mm-hmm. So if you get addicted to heroin, there is no program out there that is publicly funded for you like a cam h right there's only going to be like i hope you didn't spend all your money on heroin because you're going to need to pay for your own methadone clinic and shit like that yeah well there's i i don't know there's european countries that seem to have it pretty nailed like they treat it like a medical there's you know free treatment for people and try to get them off of the drugs which is ultimately the goal right uh and i think most addicts will get to that point where they're like i want to get off this you know i don't want to be doing heroin on the streets anymore yeah so help them you know, decriminalized, I agree with too, yeah. for sure. Legalized always seemed like, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, putting it in a store is weird. Maybe like, <laughs> maybe like the purge, like one day a year, guys, any drug you want, anytime, anywhere. <laughs> That'd be, but I mean, <laughs> how fucking hilarious. Just one, and then the next day, just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> 364 scr- more days. Scratching our necks and shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's, uh, you know what? We got back to addiction. That seems like a nice full circle. Um, so thanks for coming in. But anything you want to plug? This will be airing mon- this coming Monday. So you got anything coming up next week? Yeah, go down to uh, 7 p.m. at the Broadway Comedy Club in Times Square in New York. Come vote for me in this contest. Oh, Watch you do the contest. Awesome. Yeah. And then uh, Thursday at the Greenwich Village Comedy Club at 7 p.m. Very cool. Um, and your podcast, what's it called and where can we find it? Alex Wood Quits Everything. Alex Wood Quits Everything. iTunes, SoundCloud, iTunes. Google Play. All right, cool, man. Check it out. Your Twitter, Alex Wood. Wood Comedy. Wood Comedy. Uh, I'm Nick Beaton. You can check me out uh, at Nick underscore Beaton on Twitter. Uh, and be sure to check out NeverSleepsNetwork.com for this podcast. Lots of other great podcasts. And download us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me, boss. Awesome. See you later, man. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 